Good morning, Contrarians! Friday morning, August 11th. Happy Friday. And all is pretty quiet this morning, with the one exception of Dr. Copper, which we'll talk about in a minute. We have stock index futures here in the U.S. unchanged, flat as a board, no major U.S. index moving at all from the break-even point. Commodities are mixed. I mentioned copper, which is down 1.4%. That is kind of a lot. And the catalyst for this is likely some news out of China overnight, specifically loan growth data that came in well below forecasts. There's been some talk about deflation in China, which I thought was kind of BS because it's based on official government statistics, but this would bear this out um, potentially. So obviously, if China is lending less, then it means their economy is slowing. And it means that they are importing less uh, stuff. And there you go. That's why copper prices are down. WTI crude oil is unchanged at $83 a barrel. Bonds unchanged. The two-year yields 4.82%. And the 10-year yields 4.11%. So in terms of known events, Yesterday, we had consumer prices. Turned out to be a non-event. Today, it is the turn of producers. It will probably be a non-event as well. This is also known as wholesale prices out at 8.30. The expectation here is for an increase of 0.2% month over month to the headline figure and to the core figure, which excludes food and energy. 0.2%, that is very small indeed. Uh, where that leaves the year over year is in the show notes, but it's it's pretty low still. We're looking at core PPI of 2.3% is what is anticipated. So if producers pass prices on to consumers, then this is a good sign for inflation and will indicate further that inflation is coming down. So that is out at 8.30. We also have the University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Reading out at 10 I don't understand what the numbers mean, but uh, the, there is some interesting data in the in the responses, or yeah, some information in the responses, and uh, it's it's a recent survey that they do. It's all done over the last uh, week or two, I believe. That is out at ten o'clock, and that's all we got today. As we listen to a little bluegrass here for your Friday morning. So yeah, none of the uh, the CPI figures seem particularly onerous. The um, the and it, you know this indicator, just like the CPI, usually prints pretty close to where economists had it penciled. So it doesn't deviate very much. And when it does, it's due to some outside events like Russia invasion of Ukraine, stimulus checks, et cetera, et cetera. So. That uh, one could expect this to be yesterday's CPI hit bang on the nose, just like we thought it might. And probably, well, nobody knows what's going to happen exactly right now, but it probably, it's almost certainly not going to deviate very much. So that kind of leaves us now pondering this uh, subdued risk appetite that appears to have set in from investors. Now, in its second week, this is our second straight week of losses. Not major losses, but some of this stuff 
that we've seen looks a little bit bear markety. Specifically, the higher futures in the morning, which then give way to selling once markets open. That is a kind of typical bear market thing. Now, again, it hasn't been very dramatic. Yesterday, we did close higher, but well off of the highs. And the CPI yesterday should have been and normally would have been the type of thing that brought investors out. It is August. And also, this inflation stuff, frankly, it's kind of done. It doesn't seem to really have very much of investors' attention anymore. For a while, it certainly did. There was a period there, almost a year, maybe, I don't know, up until a couple months ago, in fact, when this was the main economic data release of the month. And now, eh, nobody really seems to care. So where that leaves us is kind of looking for a catalyst of what might get investors out of the bulwark and buy stuff. And uh, next week, we do have retail invest retail earnings. That could do the trick. It could, of course, also scare investors. Remember, last quarter, a lot of these big retailers, like Home Despot, had some rather disconcerting things to say about the state of the consumer, about how they were slowing down their big pick, big ticket purchases, and other things like that. We had some travel data from the travel stocks that wasn't great in terms of outlook. So that'll be the event. And then hard to see what else there is after that slow week in terms of economic data next week. And after that, the summer doldrums set in for real. I don't even know anything that's on the calendar the last couple of weeks of August, which is typically a slow time anyway. Do we even have Jackson Hole this year? I believe we do. Haven't heard a single thing about that. That's usually the last week in August. But again, the Fed is boring now. You know, they're data dependent and they're just going to kind of meander here. Uh, they're, you know, the inflation fight seems won. I guess they could declare victory, but they're not going to loosen interest rates. So people will be reading the tea leaves, of course, but hard to see how that will really move things. But you never know. You never know. Uh, Jay Powell is known and, and Fed officials are known to surprise people. But that's what we got today, this Friday. Happy Friday. Hope you had a great week. Hope you have a great weekend. And we'll see you back here again on Monday morning. Speak then.